Today on the newscast, Iran's missile message to the U.S. and Israel. Plus, Russia asked China for military aid in Ukraine. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. The fallout continues from that Iranian ballistic missile attack on northern Iraq over the weekend. Just to review, in case you missed it, a major story. At least 12 ballistic missiles were fired from Iran into northern Iraq over the weekend. Those missiles landed near the U.S. consulate in Erbil. Now, thankfully, no one was killed or injured, but hey, you have U.S. soldiers at a military base at Erbil International Airport. Of course, you have the consulate, which is still being built. It's a massive structure there in Erbil. So clearly, U.S. personnel in danger thanks to these at least 12 ballistic missiles launched into Erbil, which caused major explosions and caused shockwaves throughout the Middle East, to say the least. Now, we talked about this yesterday on a special Sunday newscast. If you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. While you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time we post a new update every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekend, depending on breaking news. And we certainly had that with this Iranian ballistic missile attack. Now, a few things to keep in mind. Number one, Iran usually acts through proxy in Iraq and Syria, but this was a direct missile attack from Iranian soil fired by Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps. How do we know that? Because they owned it. Yesterday, the IRGC released a statement saying, yes, we did it, puffing out their chest, and not mentioning the United States, interestingly enough, folks, but saying the target was secret Zionist or Israeli Mossad bases inside northern Iraq. Now, Iran has accused Israel of this many times over the years, and they are saying now that Israel was the true target of these strikes, which again came perilously close to U.S. installations in northern Iraq. And what Iran says is, hey, we were responding to Israel's elimination last week in Syria of two Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps officers outside of Damascus. They were killed. Iran vowed revenge. And now we have the ballistic missile attack. Now, what has been the response of the United States so far? Now, remember, uh, the U.S. is at the negotiating table, at least indirectly in Vienna, or has been. Those talks are stalled now. More on that in a second. But the U.S., Britain, France, Germany, China, and Russia have been negotiating with Iran in Vienna, trying to revive that disastrous and dangerous Iran nuclear deal. You would think, in the wake of this blatant missile attack over the weekend, that the Biden administration would say, hey, enough is enough. We're pulling out for good. We're not coming back to the table. Iran, you have no intention of changing your behavior. The nuclear talks are off. We are out. But that's not what you're seeing. And I believe that's not what you are going to see. The response so far, the State Department said the missile attack was, quote, outrageous. Great. We see that pretty clearly. But secondly, and this gives you an indication, folks, of where things are going, the State Department's number two official, Wendy Sherman, in an interview yesterday said, well, we don't believe that Iran was targeting our consulate or U.S. interest in Iraq. So that is the out for the Biden administration. Hey, we don't need to strike back. They weren't targeting us. That is the convenient out. 
And this comes on the heels of what we reported over uh, last Friday, as a matter of fact. Check it out again in our archives, that Iran also reportedly is seeking to assassinate former Trump administration officials, in particular, former National Security Advisor John Bolton. They've also had their eye on former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Now, reportedly, the Biden administration has been keeping this under wraps as much as possible and not indicting these two Iranians on U.S. soil who have been looking to assassinate a former U.S. official in retaliation for the death of Qasem Soleimani, the Iranian terror master. This assassination plot was reportedly ordered by Iran's supreme leader himself, Ayatollah Khamenei, but the Biden administration, no response. No response forthcoming, most likely, to this missile assault uh, on northern Iraq. Why? Easy, folks. They are all in, is the White House, on that Iran nuclear deal, uh, despite every piece of evidence showing that Iran is not going to change its behavior and that rewarding them with billions of dollars in sanctions relief will only enhance their terror operations across the Middle East and across the world. The Biden administration, I do not use this word lightly, is obsessed with reviving that Iran deal. Now, we could get into all the particulars of the deal, and we have many times here in the newscast, but needless to say, those ballistic missiles that were fired over the weekend, they're not on the table as part of this Iran deal. Iran's ballistic missile program will remain untouched as part of this deal. By the way, they are developing intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs, that could one day be mounted with a nuclear warhead. Those ICBMs aren't for Israel, Saudi Arabia, even Europe. They are for the country that Iran considers the great Satan, the United States. Not only that, Iran's support for terror across the region, not on the table. Hamas, Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, the Houthis, those Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, it's a non-starter, not brought up. Basically, this is a unilateral move by the West to appease the Iranian regime, to give them billions of dollars to make their bank accounts fat so that money can then be farmed out to their terror proxies and to develop new and advanced weaponry like precision-guided ballistic missiles. We'll have much more on that Iran deal in the days to come, but right now, an interesting nugget here, folks. Uh, that deal is on hold, apparently. Now, we've been reporting here in the newscast that they were at the finish line. They were ready to seal the deal, and then all of a sudden, about a week ago, Russia pulled back and said, hey, Iran is our ally and we want to do business with the Iranian regime. These sanctions that the West has levied against us over our Ukraine invasion, we don't want them to affect our ability to do business with Iran. So Russia has put things on hold as a result. Iran's foreign minister is heading to Moscow tomorrow to meet with Russian officials. But Iran right now in a very interesting position. They will, I believe, push forward now and try to obtain even more leverage in those nuclear talks, even more extra extract even more concessions from the U.S. and from Western allies in Vienna. And Russia is playing the game uh, right along with them. One last thing before we go, we're talking about the alliance between Russia and Iran, but there is a third member in really a trio of rogue regimes that are on the march right now, and that would be China. Over the weekend, reports emerged that Russia has asked China for military assistance and economic assistance for its war in Ukraine. 
Now, China is not saying what their response is. U.S. officials shared this information over the weekend. We don't know how China responded yet, but folks, China and Russia are increasingly cleaved together as they form an anti-Western front in the face of the world. China has had Russia's back since the Ukraine invasion at the UN in particular. And very interesting comments by Chinese officials uh, before the Olympics kicked off, actually, back in February, saying that the cooperation between Russia and China, remember, Putin and Xi were together meeting in Beijing as the Olympics kicked off. But Chinese officials say that cooperation between Russia and China has no boundaries, no limits. Could that include now military cooperation? Again, China has had no official response about this report. China has blamed the United States for misinformation. But will China provide Russia with military assistance for its campaign uh, in Ukraine? And what does this mean looking ahead for China's intentions towards Taiwan? And would Russia support their aims and goals there as well? Russia, China, Iran, also North Korea reportedly preparing an intercontinental ballistic missile test in the weeks to come. Rogue regimes are certainly uh, on the march. But guess what? God Almighty is also on the march, and he still sits on the throne. Thanks for joining us today. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.